mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there. You're listening to More Than Potential, the podcast. On this show, we talk about mental health, well-being, and self-improvement from a Gen Z perspective. I'm your host, Faith. So guys, I'm excited because this is a very special episode of More Than Potential. I feel like I say this every episode now. Anyway, um, (laughs) I'm introducing a very fun series I'm doing with all of my fellow podcasters of color called Sip and Wine, where we sip actual wine because we're all over 21 over here and we complain about a given topic. I have a friend of mine from college who is a podcaster that you may know. I might have mentioned her on the show a few times. Her name is Nestle Mitchell. Let me read her intro right quick. So Nestle is a 25-year-old creative born and raised in New York City, but has since relocated to the metro Atlanta area. By day, Nestle can be found working her nine to five in corporate America as a consultant. By night, she is the host of the Not My Problem podcast, a comedy and lifestyle podcast to commiserate all aspects of life where we navigate inner workings of a young millennial. By the way, she also has a YouTube channel where she uploads lifestyle and commentary videos. Outside of that, Nestle is a wine aficionado who spends most of her days binging YouTube videos or creating oddly specific Spotify playlists. So everybody put your virtual hands together for my fellow podcaster and friend, Nestle Mitchell. Hello, everyone. And thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on this inaugural inaugural episode. And I'm, I'm excited to complain. That's what I do best. So I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> so that reminds me, I didn't tell you guys what the topic is. So I thought, what better way to introduce this segment than complain about Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day is approaching. So that's what we want to talk about. Let's complain about Valentine's Day. Just throw the whole thing away. That's pretty much the summary is throw the whole Valentine's Day away. But am I bitter? A little bit, but it's also a scam. (laughs) (laughs) We'll definitely talk about it. But before we do, smash or pass. So Smash or Pass is a a new little segment I'm introducing specifically for Sip and Wine, where we talk about what we're going to smash and pass. And on this episode, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day candy before anything else. Okay, Smash or Pass, Nestle, Dove candy. Smash or Pass, Dove chocolate. What are we doing? It's a pass. I don't trust chocolate made by bath soap. It's just a no. It's not happening. (laughs) I like it, though. I, I mean, I, I was kind of vibing with it, actually. Why? Like, I just don't feel comfortable. Like, I rub my body with dub soap, and then you're going to try to coerce me into thinking that I could eat the chocolate? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm not mad, but I am a little disappointed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're, you're smashing? You're into it? Oh, I'm smashing. Hardcore. Oh, no. Oh, no. It is what it is. So what about those chalk candies with the hearts that come in those boxes? I don't know what they're called, though. They're called, I have this image 
on a tab because I needed to make sure we discuss this nasty chalk heart-shaped candy by Bratches. I don't know what it is. It's disgusting. Throw the whole thing away. It's like, I love you. Be true. Hug me. You're cute. Be mine. No. Be in the garbage is where you should be. Yeah, I don't know who came up with that. Like, what person sat there and was like, you know what the world needs? Chalk candy. Like, who... Who, who are they so I can punch them? Because somebody's like, family is rich off of chalk candy, and I'm upset about it. Like, who asked for this? And let me tell you, I won't forget, in first grade, I had my, my little childhood crush. His name was Raymond, and he damn sure did give me a little box of brooches conversation hearts and said will you be my valentine and that was the one and only time i've ever had a valentine and i i still stay true to it but then he broke my heart so now i just can't get behind the candy it's been ruined for me (laughs) honestly i can't even say like i got a specific valentine's candy i think i got the ones that everyone gets when they're in school like the the spongebob ones or like the the door the explorer you know what i'm saying you get the whole class one to avoid making somebody feel singled out that's true. But there's there's always that one person that is like that wants to sh- let everyone know that they have a Valentine outside of everybody getting the candies. It, it's too much. <laughs> this is true. This is true. OK. Valentine's Day candy. How are we feeling about Ferrero Rocher? Ugh. Oh, God, no, that that might be worse than the Brach's ice cream the brooches candy hearts and let me tell you why it's a pass but some it's a texture thing it's a texture thing I can't really explain why I think that candy's disgusting but something in my soul just doesn't it just can't get into it that actually hurts me a little bit because I, 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 I smash them I like smash I like smash like a one night stand but you know smash smash oh they're just so expensive for no reason and then like is that the one that comes in like the the golden the golden tin foil? It makes it look like gold. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I have no really I have no rhyme or reason. It just isn't no for me, dog. Oh, that's actually very disappointing. I mean, just because when I eat it, I feel very bougie. Like you said, it's expensive for no reason, and I can relate to that cuz same. I'm expensive for no reason. What quality do I bring? Not sure, but I'm expensive. And I look like gold. I glisten in the sunlight. I can I can relate. I am Ferrero Rocher. Ferrero Rocher is a little nutty, but chocolatey goodness. You are Ferrero Rocher personified. I can respect it. And I really, I like this idea of like, it's expensive. It looks expensive. Because my, my favorite candies are really the most low budget ones. Like fun dip. I love me a Valentine's Day fun dip. I'm just saying. Ain't that chalk candy? <laughs> Listen, it's it's candy crack cocaine, but. (laughs) I guess I will be disappointed if I didn't bring up Nestle, like the company Nestle. Like, you cool with crunch bars? That's not even a Valentine's Day candy, but I need to know this. I Honestly, a hot take is I am truly not a fan of chocolate. I could really go without it my entire life. Nestle... I mean, they have they have a few hidden gems. Crunch Bar, no, it kind of gives me the same vibe as Ferrero Rocher. It has that like the 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 nuts or whatever the crunchy stuff that they have in it that makes it t- feel weird. It's a texture thing. It's odd. Um, yeah, no, I think it's a pass for the Nestle Company. They also have very problematic business practices, but Candy is specifically, it's a no for me. <laughs> Wait, they do? 
Yes, they have problematic business. I could go all day about what's wrong with Nestle as a corporation, but <laughs> the sweet the Swedish got issues. That reminds me, and well, speaking of dating, because this is going to be a dating Valentine's Day episode, there was one time a guy, he, he swiped right on me and then proceeded to tell me everything that was wrong with the Nestle Corporation and why my name was a problem to him, as if I had any choice in the matter. Okay, that's a red flag. That that's that's not even a red, that's a deal breaker. Like, how are you gonna tell someone what's wrong with their name and be like, that that okay, yeah, yeah. It it was a no. I was very shocked, and then I was like, I need I need to unmatch with you right now. But yeah, no no no, Nestle, it's a pass for me. What about you? Mm, okay, so that like texture thing you're talking about, I think it's like the Rice Krispies that are mixed in the chocolate. Yes. I mess with it. I do. We have, you're a chocolate person. I'm starting to feel like you're a chocolate person over like sweet candies. Mm, well, okay. Gag is, I prefer candies with more fruit flavoring. So like Skittles and Starburst, but yes. I do certain types of chocolate and there's a point where you get too much. I don't like chocolate on chocolate. I just like chocolate mixed in with something. So maybe chocolate and caramel or chocolate in a wafer, like Kit Kat. Does that make sense? Okay, I can I can get into that. But then we, we have the Dove chocolate that you're a fan of, which is literally just straight chocolate, unless you like the the uh, the caramel flavored ones as well. Yeah, I do. Um, they have like I remember when I was in high school, I got a big can of them. It was in a heart shaped can from my dad, and so they had a mixture of Dove Dove chocolates. It was like straight Dove chocolate, which were kind of okay. But the ones I liked were the ones that had the Dove chocolate and the caramel. And then it was like dove chocolate and something else. I don't know whether it was like a fruit flavoring that was really good, but it had like an assortment of candies. But the fruit flavoring was very specific, and that's what made me like it. Any other time, I don't really like fruit flavoring. Okay, I can respect it. Hmm, okay, so Russell Stover, are we we not really Russell, feeling it? Russell Stover, what's that? Am I uneducated? What's Russell? Hold on, let me do a quick. Let me do a quick. (laughs) Okay, hold on, hold on, guys. Oh, okay, so these are the candies that are usually in the heart-shaped boxes, and they have like assortments of candies. Okay, so I don't, I don't trust these type of boxes because I will only end up eating one of these. And then I will never eat them again. I don't like assortment because I never end up eating them. It's cute for aesthetic purposes. So it might be like a a one night stand. You know? Mm-hmm. It's cute aesthetically, but I, mm, I'm like looking at these pictures and it just looks questionable. Like how am I supposed to know what kind of chocolate I'm about to you know, get involved in. I think that's a fair point because when I think about it, if I get like a assortment of, of Valentine's Day chocolates, I'm not even eating most of them. Like I always skip the nougat ones, the ones with nougat on the inside. Nougat. You have <laughs> you have me legitimately Googling every single variation of candy because I simply don't know. <laughs> oh man. Okay. And, that's a chicken nugget. Okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> you looked up nugget and you typed in nugget? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, need, I need the listeners at home to know. 
I do, in fact, have a formal education. It's just not in chocolate, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, I, and okay, so I have it. I have it now. I, I like the nougat ones. So that's, a, I love that I hate all the chocolate, but that's the one that I, I can get. <laughs> that took me out. You know that you're not knowing how to spell nougat. <laughs> For those listening, it's N-O-U-G-A-T, nougat, not nuggets. What else do I skip? I usually don't like the ones with like the the fruit flavor, the fruit flavoring on the inside of the candy. That's nasty. You literally just said that you like fruit flavored in the, in the other candy. So what? That was an exception. It was an exception. Like that was an exception to the rule. I like my fruit separate from my candy, which is why nine times out of ten you'll never see me liking like fruit dipped in chocolate. I was gonna say chocolate covered strawberries. What's the tea? Eh, I like chocolate flavored strawberries, but it took me a long time to get acclimated because the texture of strawberries is weird to me. So I typically prefer my chocolate and my fruit separately in most situations okay okay so you're not a fondue person like you wouldn't like no. the melting pot no okay that's awful that sounds like bacteria that sounds like COVID-19 <laughs> honestly in a COVID world I simply would never <laughs> but prior to that I went one time and I could get into it it's very germy now that I think about it but not bad mm. I don't think I'm a fan of fondue in general. Like, you know, like cheese fondue and stuff where you just dip it in the melted cheese. I'm not even a fan of that. It's just, it's too nasty to me. I don't know. Melted cheese is something that I just don't think is that serious. I, I'm a hoe for a good charcuterie board, but I don't need melted cheese. Shout out to you for knowing how to say charcuterie. Is it charcuterie? Char- char- yeah, charcuterie. Charcuterie. The fact that I she just said charcuterie, so, you know. <laughs> The fact that you said that so effortlessly, but then really stumbled over nougat, just really, <laughs> you just said it charcuterie as if it was like a very common word for people to say. Oh, God. I'll never be living that one down. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let it go after a little while. Okay. <clears throat> so let's get to business. Let's let's start complaining. For those listening at home, I am drinking Winking Owl wine from Aldi. It is a sweet red and so sweet that it tastes like juice. And I'm actually a little, I'm I'm not tipsy, but halfway through the bottle, I'm feeling a little good right now. I'm going to pour a whole other cup, but yeah, it's 8%, 8 8.5% alcohol for $2.99. You can't be mad. You know what I'm saying? That. That's a good deal. I am not drinking wine this afternoon because it's a little early for me. It's 3.30 p.m., but I am. I picked another. It's 2 o'clock for Faith. Let's just, you know, <laughs> get some context. <laughs> so, however, I am drinking uh, a drink that starts with the W, so it flows. I'm drinking a White Claw, and I'm on my, I'm on probably like my fourth White Claw, so I'm, I'm just now feeling the, like, I feel free like a bird. I'm ready to I'm ready to talk my shit. I'm feeling good. This 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 flavor I think is lemon. I'm in the second variety pack with the tangerine, the mango, the watermelon, the lemon, the superior, the superior pack, if I must say so myself. I would have to agree with you. I'm a huge fan of the mango flavor. I don't know. So good. Just so good. I'm glad we we we're in agreement here. Okay. <clears throat> 
first question, Nestle, because I, I want to know, right? I don't know if I've ever asked you this about in your ex-boyfriend. I feel like you did have an ex-boyfriend at some point, but it was a while ago. I just want to know what happened. Like, did y'all break up? Did you break up with him? Did he break up with you? What what went down? I I, I just never I never knew. I don't think I don't think I don't think I tell many people. Which is very interesting. So I, I've only had one boyfriend in my life. This was towards, I'm 25 now. This is towards my freshman year of college. And we dated for like half of my senior year of high school. And then freshman year of college. And I mean, he went to Georgia State. And it just like fizzled out. It's nothing that, it was never anything that was like worth telling people about because it was just one of those instances where it's like oh you knew each other from high school you tried to make it work in college it didn't work and then that was the end of that and then I've just been single ever since with you know a few quite a few shenanigans in between then but no formal boyfriend Mm. ah yes the drought I know it well the drought and um, it, it is a drought to say the least wow <laughs> feeling a little parched these days <laughs> you i i just have i have my my good old toys to keep me sane in these unprecedented times and it, it works it works for now <laughs> <laughs> that's all you really need Ugh. so that was actually a, a, a longer relationship i don't know why i thought it was like a few months but the second half of, of your senior year to college is like, that's just a decent amount of time, I'd say, for a first boyfriend, really. Yeah, I would say so. I And I think a lot of it was it just carried on longer than it needed to or than it really should have because we were just like trying to make the distance work when neither of us had a car. Um, but I, I think it really should have cut the tie, I guess, a year. So like half of my freshman year and then plus the, the half of my senior year of college. And then that's really when it should have been OV. But, you know, it carried into the the full year of, high, of college. And it was cool. We're still like friendly and cordial, but like we're not hanging out, I guess. So your your ex, that was towards, I guess, towards the end of college. When When was that timeline? Well, the timeline gets kind of screwed up because, like, if you remember, because you were there. Um, I was there. I did. <laughs> you saw it all. <laughs> um, I feel like, yes, it was the end of college, but also we dated after college, too, for a few months. I would say if I graduated in May of 2019, we were off and on. We were dating off and on for a while before we started trying to get more serious. And then I think... In 2019, we actually just straight up dated, like just straight up dated in 2019. But we started trying to take each other more seriously towards the end of 2018. So I would say we dated for real towards the end of 2018 through most of 2019. And we broke up around August or September of 2019. Damn, that was a long time. I guess in my head, I'm, I also I also count the like the pre when you were us like talking ish, because that was that was when I was still in school <laughs> and I graduated a year before you. So this this journey is really like a, a year of some change. <laughs> <sighs> yes, 
the, the, the beloved talking stage where so much shenanigans happens. I, that was terrible. That was all. Talking stage is truly terrible. That's that's a phase that I no longer subscribe to because you will waste a significant amount of time in that stage if if you allow these men to let you live in that space. Oh, for sure. Like, I don't think the talking stage really benefits anyone. I think it just benefits um, the person who really is the least committed. Like, I feel like a lot of guys benefit because they can talk to you for an indefinite period of time and get you to have sex with them. But no boundaries have been established. So you're talking and literally having sex. And then the guy's like, well, I never told you we were serious. I never told you that we were together. And it's like, seriously, you're you're really just saying we're talking because we're doing a lot more than talking. Exactly. And I feel like people have this same thing with dating. Everybody has their own opinion of what the term talking is, what the term dating is. So unless it's explicitly defined, you get to exist in this gray area where and then these men get to say, well, we're not exclusive or you're not my girlfriend. And I'm like, but we're doing everything. We're doing everything that would, you know, be a girlfriend would do. So what are we doing? And they're like, no, we're just we're just talking. And I'm like, shut up. Get away from me peasant (laughs) no but that's true because I was talking to some younger people I think between you and I we're probably considered Gen Z but we could really be considered millennials too like the tail end of millennials it can go either direction but when you talk to people who are actually Gen Z like without a doubt people born in 2000 side note kids born in 2000 are really about to turn 21 that's crazy that's crazy that's really crazy I feel old as hell. Damn. Anyway, anyway. So uh, I talked to some kids who are like, who were born in the 2000, on the year 2000, right? And they were telling me that their interpretation of talking literally means they are going on dates. But for someone like me, talking is just talking, just having conversations. But when they say talking, talking is interchangeable with dating. See, that's interesting because I also, hmm, I would say, I consider talking exclusively dating someone, even though I don't really like to subscribe to that, that word talking. If I had to describe it, I think that's what I would say, exclusively dating someone. So I'm confused. Isn't that a relationship, though? Like, if you're exclusively dating someone, isn't that just like a, a relationship? You know, you know, that's a great question. But I've I've been told that these are two different things because you could be exclusively dating someone but never define the relationship and say you're my boyfriend or you're my girlfriend. So I think that's that's like the the precursor to the the formal relationship. But I could see how these terms could get, you know, blurred. None of it makes sense. <laughs> what? Like, do you know that me with the, the the white lady with the blonde hair and you see like the, all the math on the screen? That's literally me. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's a whole yeah. Page now? I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm like, okay, we're I'm either single or we're date or we're in a relationship. I can't I can't do this in between. It's just too many. It's too many things. There's too many terminologies. I feel like an old woman trying to keep up, <laughs> and I'm really not even old. I mean, yeah, I have to agree with you on that because literally. For me, I like boundaries to be really clear. So either we are together and we're in an exclusive committed relationship or we're just having sex and there's no feelings involved. It's literally just sex or we're not doing anything. and We are just friends. But I need very clear boundaries like because I can have sex with someone and not have my feelings attached. 
I sincerely believe that because I'm able to do that with a guy I used to date. We just have sex and there's no real feelings. Like we care about each other, but like not in a romantic sense. And there's no real jeopardy of that. So I'm capable of doing that, but the boundaries need to be clear, you know, like explicitly clear. Like we are never getting together. We're never going to be in a relationship. Neither of us have interest and we will stop having sex with each other when we meet someone that we want to be with. You know what I'm saying? Like it's very clear what the boundaries are. See, that that sounds healthy in a, a in a box that makes sense. But okay, this is a question for you. Are you able to do friends with benefits or no? Absolutely not. <laughs> this is a trap. It's a scam. I don't believe in it. No. <laughs> no. I, I don't think I don't think it's plausible. I really don't. It just we're not friends. <laughs> we're not friends. I just can't. Like, it's weird because some people would look at my situation that I have with, you know, the guy that I used to date, Nestle. I'm not going to say his name. Okay. But you know okay, what? Yes. I know who you're from talking last about. Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We still got a little thing going on. So if he breaks up with his girlfriend, he knows he could just, you know, make my hotline bling and be like, hey, Wait, I'm over. A, a girlfriend? Or are we talking hypothetically? <laughs> or no, he has girl. one current. Like, current. <laughs> Lord Jesus, me and Faith clearly haven't caught, caught up in a second because I am flabbergasted. Yeah, he he moved quick, man. He got a, he got a little girlfriend now. So, you know, of course, we're not speak. Well, I wouldn't say we're not speaking. We have had a few brief conversations, but obviously it's respectful of the girlfriend that he has. If he decided to break up with her or that concluded he could just hit me up and we continue having you know consequence free sex and it would be that but I guess some people would say that's a friends with benefits but I don't even think it is because we're not really hitting each other up all the time like a friend would it's just kind of like almost like a booty call but with more respect you know what I'm saying like he does schedule me in his calendar like you know he gives me like a full 48 hour notice it's not it's not a night of 10 p.m what are you doing it's a what are you doing this upcoming weekend type of situation right and he like gets snacks and make sure i'm comfortable i spend the night snacks i'm sold snacks let's go (laughs) get you a man who likes you enough to get you snacks and cook you breakfast afterwards like truly he's a gentleman i he feeds me and he sends me on my way he doesn't chase me out Sometimes he's like, do you want to spend the night? And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And if I do, then it's, it's whatever. We just watch anime and go to bed. Like, it's whatever. That sounds, that sounds like a good time. It's a good situation. Yeah. <laughs> that's during, what during these COVID, these COVID times? This, that sounds, sounds pretty good. <laughs> he's a king, I must say. He's social distance and everything. So he's not like talking to a bunch of people. He's, he's not, he literally lives by himself, works at home, doesn't leave his home. He takes social distancing seriously and gets COVID tested once every month or so. So really he does, he does what he needs to do. So I feel comfortable and safe enough to do that and then go about my business. So some people would say that's a friends with benefits, but I think that we're not trying to push it. Like I'm not going to text him every day and try to build this level of intimacy that doesn't exist. Like we have our boundaries. Like he has his space. I have mine, you know, I don't know if that makes any sense. No, that makes a lot of sense because I feel like with friends with benefits, people want to exist in this world where they also have a like some sort of relationship outside of, you know, scheduling the shenanigans to be had. 
and then they get mad when the other the other party doesn't want to talk to you midday talking about whatever you want to talk about i think that's the better way and what friends with benefits technically should be but that's just not the reality of what friends with benefits is but i like your situation i can get into that I mean, it's fine. I'm low-key pressed that he has a girlfriend now. I'm happy for him. And I'm like, I got to actually do some work to find somebody. <laughs> yeah, because now you got to start over. Well, now, yeah, so you got to find someone new. And I'm like, oh, especially in these COVID times, it's just, is it really worth it? Like, am I trying to do all that? Nah, at least for it's me, it's, it's a no right now. It's, ne- it's not worth it, Nestle. It's really not. It's not. And I'm just like, ugh, just for disappointment, because nine times out of ten, these men are disappointing in all aspects of life. So, like, what am I what am I putting myself at risk for? Nothing. Oh, speaking of, I didn't even tell you about this. So, y'all, y'all just going to see me Nestle catching up because there's some stuff you don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's literally, example. me and Faith haven't had, like, a formal catch-up. We used to have... I, don't, I guess ever since you started your business and you were, you've been like heads down in that, we haven't really had a formal catch up. So I'm like, ah, oh, there's so much I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Life, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. You're no longer an analyst. You're a consultant now. I don't know what. Okay, I have the job. I, I start the day. Well, when this comes out, my new job will be on the 15th. So, yes, I work as a consultant with a, at a healthcare company. So it's good times. Oh, good for you. We love to see I it. I got an increased bag. Let's get into it. <laughs> we love that. Oh, yeah. we love to see. I'm so happy for you, Nestle. Make your money, girl. Live your life. I'm rooting for you. I'm also fully remote, so catch me out in some other states sometime soon. We'll see what that looks like. <laughs> that is so dope. I did not know that you left your other company. I did not know... I knew you were planning or scheming to see if there was an opportunity. I didn't know that the opportunity has been was given and you had already the opportunity it. was given. There was shenanigans that occurred on my birthday and onward um, that had to, you know, you know, speed up the process. But we'll we'll talk offline about that. But anyways, mm-hmm. carry on with your, your story. <laughs> now I'm very invested in this. We'll talk about it later. So uh yeah, what was I saying? I think that like um I don't remember what I was saying, honestly, Nestle. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Don't you hate when that happens? Oh, damn. Oh, I remember now. So men not being worth it during the pandemic. Yes. Uh, long story short, I matched with a guy on Tinder. I, I, I downloaded Tinder. I broke down. I had a moment of weakness. I did. What can I say? I I, I, I hate it, too. I hate it for me. It's not the best. It's a, it's a bad choice, but we all make it at some point. It's It's fine. <laughs> And, you know, I just, sorry, the vibrator wasn't doing it anymore, guys. I was like, okay, let me just see what's in there, just to see. Um, I matched with this really attractive guy, but I don't really believe that anything could come from this because he already seems kind of dumb. Um, long story short. Like, define dumb. As in making decisions that don't make sense for the situation. Um, how do I describe this? So, we matched, we talked. He get, gets my number, move offline very quickly, planning a date to go get some Italian food, right? Okay. As we're planning for the date, this is what he says. This is, I just want to read what he says so you understand why I was so pressed. He said, okay, so I tell him that there is a, an Italian place nearby my apartment that I heard was very good. This man lives 90 minutes away from me. He does, like roughly, roughly. 
under 90 minutes away from me. And he volunteers to come see me. It's not the first time a man has done it. It's not the last time. So he says, yeah, you know, I'll totally come see you. The distance doesn't matter to me, whatever, whatever. And then um, he says, we'll definitely have to hit up that spot, meaning the Italian place that we were talking about. And I said, for sure. And then he says, I like, he said, I'd have to plan, plan to stay more than likely. So we just have to figure out that part. I'm gonna read that again. I'd have to plan to stay more than likely. So we just have to figure that part out. Now, I read that shit about 20 times. I said, what do you mean? He said, sorry, I wasn't trying to be confusing. And I said, I'm just not sure what you meant. So I wanted to clarify. And he says, I meant traveling. I need to figure out a place to stay since it's an hour plus drive from me. And I said, another option would be to just meet in the middle. And I don't feel comfortable with having a stranger in my home. What? This man really thought that you would just be like, yeah, you could you could stay the night. A stranger I've never met before. Literally, literally have never talked to this man on the phone at all. At least the other guy I dated, we had several phone conversations and we talked multiple times over Skype before we met in person. It wasn't like a complete stranger. This guy, I've literally only texted him a few days. That is wild. And I, I too have experienced something similar where this was back, I think my senior year of college. And this guy lived like, I would say like an hour away and he wanted to hang out and he was like trying to to say that he he was trying to insinuate that I let him stay with me and I was like no do you have friends do you have friends that live in the area I go to a pretty large school I'm, you said you know someone that goes to my school can you can you stay with them and then he got mad when I was like I don't know you you're not spending the spending the night in my establishment get away from me weirdo ah these men they have nothing but the audacity Nothing but the audacity. Clearly not a place to stay, not a place to, you know. Not also, a- also, like, drive home. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> That's also an option. I don't understand why these men are so comfortable just laying their head down at anybody's house. That's how I know you two, you two out here. You, you, you for the team. You for the community. You belong to the streets. Ain't no way a man with common sense is going to be comfortable laying his head in a bed that's not his. Of a person you don't know. That's crazy. I. That's wild. I simply. I can't even imagine. Even considering doing that. And then for him to be confused. That you wanted. Clarification on what he was really intending. And he's like. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to confuse you. No there is no confusion. I need to make sure. That I read that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> They have nothing. They have nothing. They have literally nothing but audacity. That's really wild. Wow. So uh, in terms of like dating during this pandemic, it's just been one dumpster fire after another. Like I haven't been on any dating apps for at least three months. Like it's been a while. So for me to venture out in February and see this, I was like, yeah, I guess I guess I just need to be I just need to let that go that I was right the first time. Yeah, I I tried it. So in at the beginning, I matched with this gentleman and we were just COVID pen pals for the longest time because the, the, the cases, it was in the beginning where everybody was like, no, we're going to stay home during season one of quarantine. 
And after, I don't know, like four, four to five months of, of, you know, being COVID pen pals, no, no Zoom, no Zoom, no Skypes, no FaceTimes, because he had an Android. That should have been my red flag, number one. But, you know, here we are. And then it got to the summertime, and I, I'm in, like, the metro Atlanta area. And during the summer, people were like, it was, the cases were, they seemed like a, a glimmer of hope, just a glimmer. So people are out there, you know, at, at breweries and outdoor seating events. And Homeboy was like, do you, is it time like, let's hang out. Let's go on a date. And I was like, oh, here we are. I actually don't want to go on a date with you. So I'm going to turn you down. To which he got upset with me and called me a weirdo for saying that I didn't want to date him. And it was in that moment where I realized that these men are just strange and I don't want to deal with it anymore. So that was my one and only interaction where I was on the cusp of going on a COVID date. And it never happened. And then since then, I just haven't been on the apps. It's just got to throw it away. I remember this story and I just remember feeling like I think the thing that always gets me about a lot of these guys is that the lack of empathy or understanding or I guess even common sense like we're in a global pandemic why would you think a woman with common sense would feel comfortable just going out and about and risking her safety with someone like if you y'all have been talking for a while for months and nobody made a move why would you be incentivized to go on a date with him? Why waste or risk waste your time or risk your health to go out with someone who wasn't really motivated to try and really meet you when y'all first started talking? Like if if y'all you can go months without meeting up, you can go the rest of your life, honestly. Exactly. And then at that point, you make a good point where I'm like, okay, we're in the middle of a pandemonium, a Papa John's, a panorama. <laughs> A parallelogram. <laughs> a parallelogram. So at this point, I have to thoroughly want to go on a date with you. There is no, eh, he's okay. Let me just waste my time and just go on a date just to say I'm going on a date. During during these times, absolutely not. So I was like, no, I don't want to go on a date with you. And then he, he did not understand that concept. I'm just like, ooh, you're cringy. Ooh. Goodbye. Yeah, I think that's definitely a personal problem for sure, because if anything, COVID has taught me to like really be intentional. Not that I wasn't before, but even more intentional with who I spend my time with. Like you don't want to catch COVID and have long term side effects from meeting up with a stupid guy that doesn't even like you enough to ask you out and take you seriously when you first start talking like, you know what I mean? It's just not something I think that most women are really looking for. And so I think that in a way COVID's been a blessing because it's kind of shown you who's real and who's fake and who's really trying to meet someone and it's serious versus all the guys looking for relationships passively, but don't want to take any real action to meet someone and make it real. Exactly. I The fact that I guess we're forced to be more intentional is like a blessing for me but also a curse for these men because these men are starting to realize or it's it's easier shown they're put on their asses that they're they ain't shit and people are are catching on quicker i'm like y'all need to be to be better because this ain't it at all at all so i do want to ask since the whole point of this was to talk about valentine's day how do you feel about the holiday is it trash is it a good time (sighs) <sighs> I am just a non-affectionate person, like a, 
my love languages, the, the things that are on the bottom are receiving gifts and physical touch. So Valentine's Day is just not is not my journey. It's just really cringy. It's just the capitalist regime is like out on its out in full force trying to sell you heart shaped candies and teddy bears speaking and all of that to say that my mom definitely asked me to go get her a stuffed hedgehog from Kroger. So I will be doing that this afternoon for, for her Valentine's Day gift. But I mean, I think it's just super unnecessary. I, and I, I don't know if it's like the bitter, the bitter person in me. Cause I, in theory, I've never had a Valentine's, but I like to think that I would be, I would be, myself throughout the entire duration of the relationship and there shouldn't be like a special day to you know buy all this excess stuff that I don't really want or need in a relationship what about you Mm. yeah I okay so I'm the exact opposite I'm a I want like oh I want one one good valentine's day I I don't know if you've seen but these viral tweets where the girl gets like a whole Victoria's Secret wardrobe and the guy takes her to this hotel room and there's like a bunch of rose petals everywhere and like she has like all of these gifts, they have like a romantic dinner and stuff. I'm not saying it has to be that, but I do want at least one Valentine's Day where a guy just goes above and beyond to make me feel like special and stuff because it's very romantic and it's what I've always wanted. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's really what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a very romantic Valentine's Day date and it doesn't have to even be every year, but the man for me ideally would want to do that for me every year just to make me happy. So I think like when I think about Valentine's Day, it's less about like the candies and the gifts and as much as the person that I'm with really taking the time to show me like how much they care and just celebrate the relationship and just give good vibes. Like I want an excuse to look hot and wear a really sexy dress and just have like a good time with someone that I care about. So, yeah, um, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff, but I understand the argument against it. It's I'm trying to think like if I had to pick my ideal Valentine's Day, I don't even none of it. I think I would really want none of it, which which is <laughs> crazy of that to say, because I can't even think of like a tame quote unquote Valentine's Day, like a tame Valentine's Day that I would feel comfortable with would pretty much be the equivalent to any other day, which is why I'm like, OK, never mind. I don't want it. Keep it. Maybe get maybe get me a nice piece of steak. <laughs> a steak. And a nice bottle of wine, perhaps. <laughs> well, that is your love language. I do love if alcohol is a love language, then yes. <laughs> yes. That sounds like alcoholism. I'm I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. <laughs> No, I think that's like, I think that's fair. Um, I was literally just talking to a friend about that today because she was saying too that she didn't really feel like it matters to her. Like Valentine's Day is not really that big of a deal for her. And I understand the points behind it. I think that like, it's like with any holiday where people use it to make a ton of money and they try to convince you to buy things that you don't really need. And 
it's selling to you an idea and it's less about what the holiday is supposed to represent. Like if people were really focused less on just stunting for people on social media and bragging about. And that's what it comes down to. I think people are so invested because they need to stunt on social media or they, they see the comparison of somebody else having this elaborate thing. I was about to say elaborate Thanksgiving. What? This elaborate. (laughs) 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 And now they're like, I want that. But like, do you really want it? Or do you just want it to say that you have it? Mm, That's true. I mean, I cannot speak for everyone, but I know for me, I'm not about broadcasting those specific parts of my life. Like if I were to have a partner, I wouldn't really talk about them much on my social media channels. And I certainly wouldn't post them on there. I think some things do need to be private. And generally speaking, I think, granted, I'm a, I'm a diehard romantic, which I would not admit if you asked me in person. But I am a diehard romantic. And so I, I do- learned this recently from you. And I was like, huh? Really? Yeah. I mean, I watch a lot yeah. of like soap operas and Korean dramas. So if that doesn't say anything, I don't know what does. Like, I'm very like over-the-top dramatic romantics, romanticism, but it's private. It's very, very private. It's not something I want broadcasted to the world. So, you know, I've had, for instance, my toxic ex-boyfriend, which I, I don't know if I've really talked about him fully on the show, but whatever. Um, he, for New Year's Eve, when we were, New Year's Eve 2019, he came to my apartment and was like, I'm here. And I, because I think I was on duty. I was an RA, a resident assistant at the time, and I was on duty for New Year's Eve. So I couldn't leave my room or, or leave the dorms. So he comes and has like all these bags of stuff. And he had like candles and glow sticks. And he had like champagne and fruit, like a whole fruit platter and a bunch of other stuff. And we laid a blanket out on the ground and ate, you know, some fruit. And we had all these candles lit up around the room and the, and the lights turned off and had champagne and he had rose petals. It was very cute. And I didn't post about it. I don't think I told anyone. I was he- going to say, I was a fellow RA with Faith. And I have, <laughs> this is the first time I've heard about this. <laughs> I, I, I mean, because it was private. It was a very personal moment. And that was a night we almost fucked. But I will say, <laughs> he almost got the pussy he didn't but he was close um i i do think that that was a really special time i think it was one of like the good memories of that relationship is because he went all out and i didn't have to tell him to he just wanted to do something special for me because i was locked in you know the dorms on a holiday and he was like yeah let's just make a night of it let's just have fun and you know get drunk and just chill and so i don't know it was nice that kind of stuff is nice to me, but it's between me and my partner, not the whole world. That's cute. I I can I can get into that. I wish I had I had that vibe into me in me, but I I simply think that's the thought. So I just know <laughs> I am easily uncomfortable by like any sort of grand gesture, any attention brought on me. So I would actually curl up in a ball and run away. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. I need, like, four business days to mentally prepare. And, like, a surprise? Don't don't spring that on me. Don't spring that on me. (laughs) 
no. No. So what would be something that you would think is like romantic or something that you would want a partner to do for you? Not for Valentine's in general. Like a night. Okay. I could do a nice dinner, like, like a really nice Valentine's day. We're going to go to a dinner. Cause I, I love makeup. I love dressing up. So I'd be into that, but I don't want the like the cards I don't want the cringy spiel across the dinner table you holding my hand across the dinner table no no let's just exist in this moment and have a good time bottles on bottles of wine keep them coming and that's all I need that's all I need that's it no more no less call it a day yeah that's so wholesome not even not even not no flowers, not no, not no candy, nothing, no cards, just, just... Flowers? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't think so. A card? Oof. No. No. Words of not affirmation e be cringe. Not even an e-card? Not a e Does it come with a gift card? <laughs> Touche. If it comes with a gift card, then... Then perhaps you may be onto something. But other than that, I mean, don't get like, I don't want no Shakespearean essay in the in the card. Just something, something simple, something light, something meaningful. But like, don't get all mushy. I'll be ooh, ew. <laughs> now see, I will agree with you. It's very rude to give a woman a card and not put nothing in the card. I just, I'm just saying. It needs to be something in the card. Like I will I'm hold I'm you know massaging the card before I even open it to see like <laughs> to see what's up. <laughs> and there's nothing worse than the like the cards that are like abnormally thick for no reason, but they're so you think that there's something inside and then when you open it it's empty. <laughs> I haven't heard I haven't felt pain until those moments <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of when um just random 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 thought during Christmas when your grandma or somebody or some family relative would give you a car with money in it and then you you know there's money in the car but you got to pretend like you're not really opening it for the money so you got to pretend like you actually care what the car says you open it up you read it oh you let the car let the money fall on the car you let the money fall you let the money fall <laughs> Like, oh, what? Forty dollars, Grandma? You shouldn't have. Thank you so much. Oof. You knew that money was in that card. You knew immediately, and you knew exactly what you were about to spend it on. <laughs> well, I don't know if you even got the money, cause my mom would hold it for me. Hold it. Let me let me tell you. When I, I think I'm pretty sure I had graduation money that I never saw. <laughs> pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it went. It was supposed to go to, you know, dorm funds and decorating, but I don't remember buying anything for my dorm that I didn't spend with my own money. So, <laughs> hmm, <laughs> something ain't added up. I'm just saying something ain't adding up. Okay, what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Okay, Valentine's Day, great concept. I do feel though, if I'm being honest. That it's a way for single women to make themselves feel better about, like, not having someone to spend their Valentine's Day with. And I think that if I'm being honest, if I just, if I'm someone who just wants to feel better about, you know, 
not having a partner, I would rather just spend that time by myself than try to spend it with my friends and like try to make myself feel better about it because that makes me feel even worse about it. Does that make any sense? That that makes a lot of sense. And and maybe that's why that Valentine's Day was invented because that sounds that sounds right. Like that sounds like what the initial purpose for Valentine's Day was to, you know, help the single people feel not alone. But for me, I guess Valentine's Day is more of I can't really think of a time where I'm like where where I want to get all of my closest friends together. We all look cute and just be cute together. And the only time where I think well, besides like someone's birthday, but then like you're you're in celebration of one particular person. Whereas Valentine's Day for me, I'm like getting all my friends together and we're just celebrating just to celebrate, I guess. And I, I but I see why. I don't know what Valentine's Day is defined for me other than just a time to get cute and and, and have an aesthetically pleasing brunch. I mean, for me, I think that like Valentine's Day is literally just every other day that you spend at brunch with your girls. Like brunch day should be the day where you look cute and you take cute pictures for your Instagram and you eat good food and you get a little boozy with the mimosas, with the bottomless mimosas. That's what it's for. Like what makes Valentine's Day different than any other time you go out with your girlfriends? Oh, the fact that you don't have boyfriends to spend Valentine's Day with. That's the only real reason. It, I, I don't know. I, I, at that point, I'd rather spend Valentine's Day alone and just drink and eat good food and just vibe versus I think it would make me feel worse. It almost makes me feel like if I'm trying to actively make myself feel better about being alone, it's pathetic. But if I'm just fine being alone on the day because it's not that big of a deal, then it's more empowering versus like trying to, you know what I'm saying? Trying to actively make yourself feel better by trying to get your your girlfriends together and make a whole event out of it. It's just unnecessary. Like to me, it's unnecessary. Like Valentine's Day should be more than just your romantic partners and stuff. So if your intention is to just show love and appreciation to your girls and that's Valentine's Day for you, then that's fine. But if it's literally just you and your single friends getting together to not feel alone on Valentine's Day, I'd rather just be alone. It, Ooh, that's a good that's a good point. For I always think of Valentine's Day as just not exclusively for the the single friends like I I would also think that my friends that have been in long-term relationships or engaged married what have you they're they're also invited invited to the Galentine's Day Mm. I don't know I feel like I guess it would depend on how people view Valentine's Day because when I think about Valentine's Day I don't even think about it as showing love to everyone in your life which is what it should be but I think about romantic relationships so I think that's part of the problem. Like if Valentine's Day was marketed as just showing love to everyone in your life, then like Valentine's Day would be justified. But if it's just Valentine's Day marketed as a day for lovers, then making Valentine's Day a thing is just saying that you don't have a lover. And so you need to make yourself feel better by doing all this unnecessary shit when it's literally just a day. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like Googling what What's the definition of Valentine's Day? And now I just got a whole bunch of Jesus. So I'm good. I'm good on that. Never mind. <laughs> what is the correlation? It's the fe- the feast of Saint Valentine. I don't know. It's talking it's talking crazy things. I don't want to get involved. <laughs> I'm seeing Lutheran church. I'm seeing a lot of things. But I'm not getting a formal definition. 
which is what I want. Oh, Galentine's Day is celebrated on February 13th. Yes, I did know that. And that's from a show. Like, I think it stemmed from a show. Um, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, yeah. And then ever since then, that's kind of what spearheaded this whole life of Galentine's Day. I did not know that Galentine's Day was was celebrated on a completely different day. It's oh, you didn't know that? No, I've never watched Parks and Rec. Me either. I don't know why, but I did know that it was it, it's the day before for whatever reason. Hmm. I guess now, that makes it a little. Does that make it a little bit better for you? That it's a separation. It is still a ripoff of Valentine's Day. I feel like, you see, Galentine, Valentine. If we really just want to show support for our girls and just say, hey, girl, you're amazing. Thanks for being my friend. It really should be its own day. It should be its own name. And it should be something that we all celebrate. It needs to be corporatized and maybe like, you know, have some commercialism about it. I would totally be here for it. I support it. Now that I know it's a completely different day, that does help validate or validate, validate validate <laughs> <laughs> the the need for the holiday but yeah that's what I'm now thinking. Galentine's Day is fine it's fine now I'm thinking about Galentine's Day like does that term age well in 2021 it doesn't seem very inclusive <laughs> oh everyone's not a gal everyone's not a gal oh we're on to something <laughs> Listen, don't don't say it too loud because there's gonna be a hot take on it somewhere. Somebody, I'm somewhere. sure. I'm I'm actually gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go hunt for it for it because I know it exists and I would like to I would like to read it. <laughs> I simply would like to see it. Ah, damn. Some things just don't age well. That's like Sex in the City, a show that does not age well. But that's that's a whole different topic. <laughs> okay, okay, wait, wait, time out, time out. No, wait, I need to get this off my chest now. I love Sex in the City. I think it's such a good show. It's such it's a good show. show. Such a good show. There are some things that don't age well, but the general dynamics of the friend group, absolutely. Like, I had never seen the show until I heard you talk about it one time. And I randomly got, like, HBO and decided to watch it. And I was like, wow, this show really is kind of good because – some of the stuff is outdated, but the essential parts of the show that are important, like Carrie Bradshaw and her relationship with Big, oh man, that is going to be like a tale as old as time. That's like so relevant even today. Actually, now I, I've been wanting to do a Sex in the City exclusive show. And Faith, I think you're going to have to be the person that I have this conversation with. So that will be in the works in the near future because, oof, we could go in. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the movie. Listen, I had never seen Sex in the City, the first movie. That movie took me the fuck out. I said the first movie is hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> that was it was all it was a, a comedy tragedy. It was a tragic comedy in a way because the what the way Carrie Bradshaw was acting was so ridiculous. I was like, this man hates you. He hates you. That's the only explanation. Can you imagine? I just, I get heated thinking about it. A man standing you up on your wedding day. He he was at the location. That is someone going, to, he went to the location and then said, nah, I'm good. And left. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> She's better than me because I would have actually caught him in the street. 
actually fought him. <laughs> but we 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 are ignoring all of the stuff that led up to that. Because even how he proposed to her was so trash. Like she that's the she accepted the bare minimum. That was what she did the entire relationship. So like that's nothing new to her. But I saw that as like, why would you want someone to just say, okay, then let, like let's get married? Like, I guess. I guess. The fuck? Where's my ring? <laughs> Where's my down on one knee? No thought. He thought buying her an apartment with a closet was a good replacement for a ring. Like, he was really out here acting like, well, I bought you an apartment. I bought you this entire place with an amazing closet. Why aren't you happy? Seriously? Is this not enough? Like, sir, no. First of all, if we break up, this is your apartment. So she, that was the one thing that I will give Carrie. She she made several points by saying, this is technically your apartment. I have no weight in this. And then he thought he solved it by just saying, okay, like, let's get married, I guess. Could it be me? No. <laughs> couldn't be me and I was pressed at the fact that she really tried to blame her friend who was pressed because of her man cheating that was a whole situation in and of itself by the way he cheated and then she what was it her friend Miranda told big that you're crazy to get married that is the not fact that, that sentence was enough to push him over the edge like I could see why Carrie would be mad at her but like he obviously was one foot out the door like that was just the extra push he needed. He was already gone. Already. And it was so many different times in that relationship where he actively showed her. He was so not in it. He literally married another bitch. And cheated on her with you. That is not a compliment. In a seedy hotel. Do you remember that shit? I was like, me. <laughs> this, the bar is on the floor These and now I'm like is this the delusion that women face where they're like yeah he cheated on his current girlfriend with me but I'm different I'm the one ah! crazy it's mental illness it's mental <laughs> <laughs> you the one that's crazy enough to stick around that's all that means it does not mean that you're the one he loves Oh, man, there were so many times where Big showed his ass. But I was like, no, granted, Big, I don't want to get too deep into it. We're going to save it for the podcast. Just save it for the we'll save it for the podcast. We'll save it for the podcast. There's a lot to unpack. I actually am going to have to do it. It's been a it's been a year. I need to go. I need to go through this. Go through this. This, this show again. Wow. Uh, it is different. Will you go through it again? I will definitely like we should do like a season review or something like a yeah. season per season like an episode or two per season to really break down what happened and why it was so stupid she let Aiden go and I'm just saying Aiden was the best option <laughs> he was the only option out of all the dudes she dated they were mostly ugly so really Aiden was the best the British man was was weird but like I was somewhat into him for whatever the Russian guy the Russian guy I never understood. I thought he was so creepy and possessive I don't understand it I don't know. I don't know why, but something he spoke to me for some reason. <laughs> the Russian? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Something about him. His the way his face was shaped, he looked a little rat. Like. <laughs> that's, that's I think it was I just the accent. I think it was just the accent. <laughs> Man, this is gonna be so bad. To the people in the audience who actually are of Russian descent, this is no shade to y'all. It was just him. It wasn't y'all. No shade, just facts. <laughs> 
But anyway, oh God, we should definitely do that for real because I have so much to say about that show. It took me out. I couldn't do it. But It'll be in the works, people. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, as we close out the episode, I feel like this is all over the place, but it was so entertaining. I had a True good- chaos. True chaos. True chaos. I don't know what you're about to title this, but okay. <laughs> Valentine's Day, ex-boyfriend, and sex in the city. That's 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 what we touched on. <laughs> okay, Nestle. Now is your chance to shine. What is the number one piece of advice you're going to give someone if they're trying to date out here? Not during COVID, just in general. Oh man. Oh, I say lay it out there of what you want and what your standards are from the beginning. And if these people aren't willing to meet your standards, don't try to convince them. They, they're they not going to do it. These people are going to do what they want. So just stay true to yourself. Live your truth and be a bad bitch or a bad, bad man, whatever you want to be. <laughs> We're inclusive over here. We're inclusive. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I think I'm going to piggyback off of what you said and make sure that, because how do I just phrase this? As someone who has seen women and men on Tinder, because I am queer, so I kind of am in both spaces, you look ridiculous. <laughs> she has these little black shades on, and she looks like a, like a poet, like a head-ass poet. It's the it's the it's the combination of the little black shades and the beanie that make it incredibly head ass. Like she's gonna write some seriously like eloquent slam poetry. Some spoken word. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay. So my my thing would be my my thing would be so bouncing off of what Leslie said, definitely make sure that you aren't just like telling guys what your standards are, you're showing them what your standards are. Because a lot of women on their dating profiles are like, if you can't handle me at my best, you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Or I don't tolerate bullshit. Or, you know, other stupid stuff like that, where you're basically trying to tell the man what he should do to get you. But I think it's probably better to just show the man that you have standards by how you carry yourself and what you allow him to do around you. So if you don't if you don't like a man who's late, then if the man is late to like a first date or something, you need to not let that shit go. Like speak on it and tell the truth and be like, hey, like I like men. I like men who are on time. You know, I prefer men who are punctual and, you know, maybe you're not the right fit. Out the gate, you need to let him know what it is and you need to carry yourself that way because men will test you. If you're the type of woman that doesn't like to have sex until you are in a committed relationship, you don't even need to say nothing. Don't even tell him. Let him see what his actions that you're not about to put out until he's really putting something on the line for you. Because a lot of women think that just telling a man is going to make him change. But if anything, it's just a challenge. He sees it as a challenge to see if he can get you to do something that's out of the norm. So that's my recommendation, I think. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. If I had my glasses on, I'd give you the glasses with the, the spoken word snaps. <laughs> so you just get the snaps. 
<laughs> I'll take I'll take verbal confirmation as sufficient. But anyway, I did want to thank you, Nestle, for coming on the show. It was a blast because talking to you always is. It's always just chaotic. <laughs> Chaos is all we know. It's all I know. It's what I live for. <laughs> like at this point, uh, we just yes chaos it's always chaos it's always very chaotic energy but um yeah thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast stay tuned for the next few because i have some really entertaining guests that you guys are gonna love um if you like this episode and you enjoy the, the podcast more than potential please by all means rate us five stars on apple Podcasts because you love us that much Share to your friends and your coworkers and maybe your mama if she's into that, I guess. It's kind of explicit language sometimes, so I don't know. But you can if you want. Um, and most importantly, thank you so much for listening and supporting me this whole time. It means the world. Stay tuned for the next episode, and I'll see you then. Bye.